This is VOA News. I'm Richard Green. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to decide whether former President Donald Trump can be prosecuted on charges he interfered with the 2020 election. The court will hear arguments in April, with the decision likely no later than the end of June. The justice's order Wednesday maintains a hold on preparations for a trial focused on Trump's efforts to overturn his election loss. Trump's lawyers have sought to put off a trial until after the November presidential election, when Trump will likely face off once more against President Joe Biden. Rebecca Gill, an associate professor of political science at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, explains how such a delay could help Trump. And mind you, I think that the play here for them is for time, um, because, you know, it's not lost on his team that if they trial doesn't start before the election, then if he wins the election, he can direct his Justice Department to just drop this case. Trump is the first U.S. president in or out of office to face criminal prosecution. The funeral of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who died earlier this month, will take place on Friday. That's according to his spokesman, AP correspondent Karen Chamas reports. The service will take place at a church in Moscow's southeast district after several locations declined to host the service. The burial is to be at a nearby cemetery. His spokesperson, Kira Yarmish, said many venues refused to take the booking when they heard the name Navalny, with one place disclosing that funeral venues were forbidden to take the service on. Navalny died in mid-February in one of Russia's harshest penal facilities. Many Western leaders have already said they hold Russian President Vladimir Putin responsible for his death. I'm Karen Chamas. This is VOA News. Hamas on Wednesday called for Palestinians to march to Jerusalem's Al-Aqsa Mosque at the start of Ramadan, raising the stakes in ongoing negotiations for a truce in Gaza. The call by Hamas's leaders followed comments by U.S. President Joe Biden that an agreement could be reached between Israel and Hamas as soon as next week for a ceasefire during the Muslim fasting month expected to start this year on March 10th. A condemned U.S. murderer received an unexpected reprieve just moments before his scheduled execution Wednesday night. AP correspondent Ed Donahue explains. The state of Idaho had to stop the execution of serial killer Thomas Creech. A medical team couldn't find a vein after repeated attempts to set up an intravenous line to carry out the lethal injection. For us... It wasn't a difficult decision. It was the right decision. Corrections Director Josh Tetwald says the goal is ensuring the process is carried out with dignity, professionalism, and respect. When it reaches a point in that process at any step where it looks like we're going to be unable to do that, that's when we call it off. Audio from KIVI. Tetwalt says they attempted to find sights in Creech's arms, legs, hands, and feet. What's next is not clear. Creech has been in prison for half a century, convicted of five murders in three states, and suspected of several more. I'm Ed Donahue. Jazz Electoral Commission made a surprise announcement Tuesday that presidential elections to end three years of military rule in the Central African state will take place in May, several months earlier than planned. Moki Edwin Kinzika reports from neighboring Cameroon. Chad's national elections management body says presidential elections will be held May 6th. It said the elections will mark a return to constitutional order and the end of General Muhammad Idris Deby's transitional period now in his third year. The 37-year-old became leader of Chad's transitional military council 
in April 2021 after his father Idris Deby Igno died while fighting northern rebels. The rebels said they wanted to end the older Deby's 31-year rule. Mokish Edwin Kinzuka, VOA News, Cameroon. The United States on Wednesday pushed for the U.N. Security Council to take action to help end a nearly year-long conflict in Sudan between the Sudanese army and the paramilitary Rapid Support Force. The United States says the warring parties have committed war crimes. As well, the RSF and allied militias have also committed crimes against humanity and ethnic cleansing. The U.N. says that nearly 25 million people, half of Sudan's population, need aid, and some 8 million have fled their homes. Hunger is rising in Sudan. I'm Richard Green for V.